Well, good morning, Inspire Church, and uh, welcome online to everybody else who's sharing this platform with us today. It's a real privilege to have you here in this service, and I want to really believe today for the power of the touch of God on your life and for victory in every part of your world, okay? So we're in a series right now called Feel the Heart, Be the Heart, and uh, you guys are looking great this morning. So welcome, and uh, this is really a platform for the miraculous, so I want you to get ready right now. Um, but it was beautiful worship this morning. I love the worship and I always love worship because worship is all about feeling the heart and being the heart. That's what it's really about. And uh, when you say the name of Jesus, that activates the heart, it activates the whole spirit realm and you begin to connect. In fact, right now, why don't you stand with me today and why don't you just say the name of Jesus, okay? Jesus, that name where every chain is broken where bodies are healed, where demons flee, where there's, and there's incredible healing in that name, let me tell you right now. So uh, come on, give him a praise this morning. If you're not standing yet, stand up with me. I want you to be standing for prayer this morning. And uh, come on, let's give him a praise right now. Just lift your hand toward heaven and say, Jesus, I praise you this morning. There's incredible power in praising Jesus, okay? So uh, as you're standing with me today, it's all about preparing your spirit. And as you get your spirit ready, you see we're in lockdown right now. I think we're in, I think we've been almost three months in lockdown. It's a long time. You can tell I've grown an entire beard in that time. And uh, we've been in lockdown for a long time, let me tell you. I think it might be 75 days or something. But um, that's why you need to stand. And that's why we need to really connect in that realm of connecting our spirit with the spirit of God. And that's why today it's good for you to praise him like he's gonna move in your life. I always have an expectation there. God, I wanna praise you like you're about to move in my life today, like I'm going to have an encounter with you. I wanna praise you in that sort of way. So as you're standing, please hook into that mindset. You gotta shift your spirit sometimes. You gotta hook in there. And even, let me tell you right now, even if you're in a valley right now, if you're, even if you're walking through a valley, it's a great time to praise the Lord. If you're in a Wales Valley right now and everything's dark and it feels like there's no way out and no hope right now, see, the reality is as you praise Him, you get delivered and set free and you get the victory. And I like to see the best in people. I always encourage people, come on, there's more to you. I like to see the potential. I like to unlock potential. It's one of my great heart desires is to look beyond people's uh, failures beyond their shortcomings and see the potential in their life, see the victory in their life. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5, I want to bring that to you today because I think it's very key with feel the heart, be the heart. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. If ever there's a time in history where this generation needs to know what it is to trust in God, it's right now. And I believe let's put our trust in God today. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, David said, Proverbs 3, 5. He said, and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your paths straight. That's the God we serve. And I want to encourage you in that day. There's a lot in the Bible about trust, about where your trust is anchored, about where your heart's anchored. And uh, that's why this is very important about feeling the heart and being the heart. It doesn't just happen. It's like unity does not just happen. Unity happens when you connect it to a vision. Without a vision, the people perish. Without a vision, 
the people lack direction and purpose in their lives. But as we have a vision, we come together, we work towards something in unity. That's why praise is so exciting. That's why worship is so cool. And that's why I can't wait to get back in our building and start doing some live worship. I've got to get my guitar out, get my ukulele out and just hook into what God's doing in my life. John 14 and verse 27 is a beautiful verse that says, My peace I leave with you. This is what Jesus said before he went. My peace I leave with you and peace I give unto you. I do not give as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, but believe in me and do not be afraid. I love that. So God is giving us so many promises and so much hope. And trust, remember, trust only grows in the realm or in the environment of uncertainty. The best place to grow trust is where there's uncertainty, where there's misunderstanding where there's lack of understanding that's the greatest place for trust to grow because trust you don't need trust when everything's going good when everything's working out when you know that it's going to be sound and everything's going according to your liking you don't really need trust but you do need trust when there's certain circumstances happening when there's questionable times when there's pandemics like we're facing now when we're in lockdown for many days and you're feeling like I've had enough of this. And uh, so there are many examples in the Bible of people having to navigate lockdown. And I'd like to share some of those with you today because I believe some of us are in the middle of a struggle right now. Uh, lockdown, what does it mean? It's restricted movement. It's, it's, uh, it's being confined to quarters. It's, it's not being able to be free to do what you like. And there are many stories of the New Testament church where they lived in the similar, very similar circumstances. And how did they handle restriction? I, I've just been reading the New Testament, find out how did they actually handle restriction in the New Testament? How did the disciples of Jesus handle restriction? It's interesting because one thing I noticed about them is that they didn't go to pieces. They didn't go to pieces. They didn't lose their cool. They, they, they were solid because they had a foundation and the foundation was on Christ the solid rock, I stand. And uh, when I put my trust in Jesus 40, 45 years ago now, I want to tell you it was like a foundation in my life that I live on and that I activate in my world right now. And so you too can live in that. And if you're watching this today and if you're part of this service today online here with us, I want to really encourage you that. And so before I get into this, let me pray for you today. So Father, I pray right now, because I don't even think I gave you permission to sit down, but let's pray together anyway. Lord, we pray right now, Lord, that the power of God would activate through this message, that it would touch every life, that it would heal, restore, that it would destroy fear, that it would unshackle darkness. And in Jesus' name, Lord, we would walk free and free in your spirit and have a peace in our heart that surpasses understanding. And Lord God, that we would truly know what it is to feel the heart of God and to echo and be the heart of God. Father, that's our design. I pray that over every individual watching. I pray for those right now that have been locked down in their spirit and in their mind, that you'd be set free to grab a hold of this message. I pray right now that confusion leave you, that doubt leave your mind, and that you can key in to the power of this message right now, and that it unlock you for your future in Jesus' name. See, I believe the problem with today, friend, is not COVID. The problem is sin. 
and it always has been. Mankind's problem is sin. It's greed, it's mistrust, it's all the horror. The many voices that we have echoing in our head. I want to go to the Word of God and I want to hear the voice of the Spirit and I want to know the peace of God. And I experience that in my life because otherwise what happens is if we start listening to all the voices of the world, we end up making judgments because that's the heart of man. The heart of man is, is, is in every way, it's deceitful, the Bible says. And we end up judging people instead of loving people. And I believe today what an incredible opportunity just to love God and key into that. In fact, as a church, can I really encourage you that in this season, like never before, let's move, let's move our hearts, let's intentionally push toward loving people, okay? And so I want to title this today, Put on the garment of praise. That's what I want to talk. Put on the garment of praise because praise will always lift you up. Praise will always unlock you. And I mean, come on, praise is a supernatural weapon, guys. Praise is a weapon that God's given to us and, and to the church so that we could live in the victory that he won for us on Calvary. And sometimes you've got to shift an atmosphere. Quite often, you've got to shift an atmosphere. Julia and I have to shift atmospheres in our life. Sometimes with the, with the restrictions now and the lockdown and things can get a little intense and something happens and there's a spiritual dynamic in the heavenlies. It's, it's called we do not fight against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. And you've got to know that. You've got to have a knowledge of that out of the Word. And the Bible talks about how ecstatic praise will unlock the power of the anointing of the Spirit in our lives. And, he, and the Bible talks about ecstatic, ecstatic praise, not conservative praise. That's why I got you to lift your hands before. Psalm 40 and verse 1, David said, He lifted me up into a better place. And God will always lift you up. As you praise Him, He will lift you up. In verse 3, it says, He put a new song in my heart for a new day. And I believe right now, friend, we've got, to, we've got to prophesy and we've got to speak a new day into existence. And I believe right now it's time for a new song in our nation of New Zealand, in our hearts right now. Stop singing about the giants. Start singing about the victory of God in your life. And I want to tell you, that's exactly... It, the, David was saying there, he put a new song in my mouth. You've got a new song in your lips today. I love what it says in Isaiah 61. And in verse 3, it says, To comfort those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning. And I love this bit. It says, Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And I want to encourage you today, let's put on a garment of praise because this is about changing the atmosphere of your heart. See, if we want our heart to feel the, feel the heart, be the heart, we've got to hook our heart into where the atmosphere is different. We don't want to have the hard old stony, complaining, criticizing, judgmental heart. And uh, I believe it's like, let's praise yourself out of your midnight hour. If you're in darkness, right? If you feel you're crowded in right now, let's praise ourselves out of it. And I hope you did that while the worship was on today because it's about a new sound for our day. And I, in fact, right now, why don't you just stand to your feet and give them a praise one more time. Just give them a praise. Lord, I rejoice in the Lord. I rejoice and I will be glad in Jesus' mighty name. I believe that for someone here right now. No matter what I'm going through, it may look like disaster, but though he slay me, yet will I trust him because my, my, my deliverer has come to my aid. That's what Job was talking about. So I want to talk about changing the sound of your heart, okay? Change the sound that's coming out of your heart because you want to be the heart. 
If you want to feel it and be it, you've got to change the sound that's coming out of your heart. I'm talking about God's freedom when you're in lockdown. That's what I'm talking about, God's freedom when you're in lockdown, because you can have that. I'm talking about God's provision when you're empty. I'm talking about God wants to provide. I'm talking about God's healing power when you're not feeling well, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling distressed, when mental attacks are coming. I'm feeling about God's healing power is for you. And most of all, I'm talking about God's victory in your life. Because let me tell you, it's never over until it's over. When it looks like it's finished, I want to tell you, you can and, and you can't take any more, and you're thinking, man, where's this going to end up? I want to tell you, David said, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be on my lips. Come on, if your name's written in the Lamb's Book of Life now, get excited and praise Him a little bit because He's worthy, okay? And uh, you might not be where you want to be today, but I'll tell you what, always rejoice and be glad that you are where you are, okay? Uh, there's a, there, there is a sound, let me tell you this right now. I have learned in my spirit that there is a sound that breaks down walls, that smashes walls and causes you to walk into Jericho. They had to step into it. You've got to do some walking. You've got to step into your freedom. It doesn't just happen. There's a sound that breaks off chains of bondage. And sometimes we need to let the worship get going. He breaks every chain and speak it into being. There's a sound that breaks chains and breaks injustice. See, the chains of injustice, of feeling that there's been an injustice committed against us, can sometimes lock you down in a horrible way. And I believe right now, we need to be free of that in Jesus' name. There is a sound that opens prison doors. And I really believe today, if, there's, if you feel imprisoned in your spirit right now, I wanna really encourage you today. There is a sound and it's called worship and it'll unlock prison doors for you. There's another sound, and the Bible says that there's a sound that causes God to turn up for you in the middle of your battle. And can I encourage you in that today? There is a sound that causes God to turn up in the middle of the battleground that you're in right now, and God is here right now to set you free. We, we face some of the biggest challenges we've ever faced. Some of us with our finances, with our businesses, and it's, it's a challenging time to live. But I hear a sound, and it's the sound of an awesome God in the middle of our battle right now. And that's why prayer is so important. I want to encourage you and invite you to our prayer meeting on a Monday night at 7.30. It's powerful, and it sets us free. And, it and I'll tell you right now, when you start to pray, you start to feel the, the spirit of revival come on you. And I believe the best is yet to come, and I'm going to stick with that. And uh, we've got to believe that God has said the best is yet to come for our lives, friend. In 1 Peter chapter 4, I want to go there um, this morning. 1 Peter chapter 4 says, and verse 6, sorry, 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 6, I love. The last part of verse 6 says this, it says, But I live according to God in regard to the Spirit. So we change the way we live and we decide that we'll live through praise in victory. Verse 7 says, the end of all things is near. And I don't know about you, but man, I want to tell you the, the, the early church was talking about end times. I, we must be getting closer now. And this is the, what we'd call the last days. And it says the, the end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert. Man, we've got to be more alert than we've ever been. And be sober in your mind so that you may pray. My first point today is you've got to know how to pray. That's what he's saying there. In, in, in 1 Peter chapter 4 and verse 7, he says, The end of all things is near. Therefore, be alert, be sober in mind, so that you may pray. Prayer is a key that unlocks the supernatural victory in your life. 
So prayer and praise go together. So you can't pray without praising and you can't praise without prayer. So I want to really encourage you in that, that prayer is a key, okay? My second point today, above all, love each other deeply. This is what he's saying. This is a very powerful scripture that, was, that Peter wrote in times of difficulty, in times of challenge in their life. And I believe right now, if ever there's a time, this is an important scripture in our life as a church, above all, above all the, the arguments and the Facebook fights that I see going on and stuff that's happening like that and everybody's got their opinion and their point of view, but, but Peter is saying through the power and the anointing of the Spirit here that above all, love each other. Man, and he, and he adds deeply to that. And I want to tell you, we need to know how to love each other deeply. We cannot afford to have division come into the body of Christ because we, we learned last week, Pastor Jesse, where there's unity, the blessing of the Lord. Now, God wants to bless us. So I'm convinced of that. But it's going to take, above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. That's what he said. In verse 9, he said, Offer hospitality. That's my third point. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Now, we have an incredible um, um, opportunity right here to show hospitality like never before. We're a real hospital ch hospi hospitable church, uh, and, and I think we do that incredibly well. But uh, can I encourage you as individuals to look for an opportunity to encourage and be hospitable to people? Like sometimes you can look at it and you can try to say, hang on, we're in lockdown. We can't go out. We can't uh, dine with the people we want to. But you can call somebody and really encourage them and be hospitable with that phone call. It's amazing what you can do. And uh, you can really be a blessing for someone in this season. And uh, my next point, my fourth, fourth point today, and uh, it says in verse 10, each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. So what Peter's saying here, under the direct uh, anointing of the Spirit, he's saying when tough times come, when it does get tough, because it will get tough, he's saying there's four things you need to do. Number one, you've got to know how to pray. Number one, you've got to know how to pray yourself through because the battle, like I said, is in the spirit realm, not in the flesh. And we end up fighting each other if we're not careful, even in, in uh, families. And I want to tell you, we've got to pray and release the power of God into our lives and break the shackles, okay? And so secondly, we've got to love each other. We've got to know how to love each other very deeply, Peter says. And so that's not surface level love. That's not like how you go. That's actually caring for someone. The third one is show hospitality. Let's be a church that shows hospitality in every way we can. And let's look for opportunities to be incredibly hospitable. Let's just do something. I mean, you can send something. You can get the courier to deliver something. People have dropped uh, nice cakes into our letterbox, which has been such a blessing. And we can do that for other people. And I really encourage you to do that. And number four, use your gifts. And I was talking to a young man, Jordan, this week, who's been using his gifts. He's been operating the gifts of the Spirit that are in our life. We cannot afford to hold back on the gifts of God in this time. We might be in lockdown. We might be physically locked down, but spiritually you're free. And I want to encourage the use of the gifts of the Spirit, friend. You have got to know how to use the gifts of the Spirit and keep them sharp. Keep them sharp enough. Keep using the gifts of the Spirit because otherwise what happens if you let them be dormant, they begin to dwindle in your life. 
and we need to know how to prophesy over people. We need to know how to pray for people. We need to know how to speak victory into someone's life. We need to get into someone's world and unlock them from the darkness that's tried to surround them. And I really want to encourage you, man, this is our hour and this is our time right now. If you read the Bible about the early Christians, they consistently operated in these gifts. Firstly, remember in Acts chapter 12, Acts chapter 12, and Peter gets thrown in prison, and, and uh, Peter and James actually get thrown in prison, and James gets his head cut off, and Peter's still in prison, and he's wondering what his destiny is going to be. But we find him in the peace of God, and we find the whole church is praying for him, and here's Peter, he falls asleep. I mean, man, who's going to fall asleep with that kind of anxiety around you? But the peace of God, you see, and that's where we need to know that God is with us, and prayer unlocks the peace of God. What changed in Peter, this guy who was timid and fearful and anxious at the crucifixion and everything turned around. It was the Holy Spirit. And you need to get the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, bring it alive, be speaking in tongues. I do it for two minutes every day to unlock the power of the anointing in my life. And we need to be tongue-talking, Holy Spirit-filled believers. That's how Peter overcame being timid at Calvary, but bold as a lion when it came to being in prison, about to be beheaded. And next thing an angel comes, he's in such a state of rest, an angel has to jolt him awake and jerk him out of that sleep and say, come on, we're out of here. He got set free out of that prison. Another great example is in Acts chapter 16. And you'll see Paul and Silas, here they are, those guys, they got locked up in prison and they're shackled together in stocks and they decide that what they'll do is they'll begin their own little praise and worship party. Praise and worship shifts the atmosphere and sets you free. It so changed the atmosphere in that prison that an earthquake came, unlocked them and they got set free and they walked out of that prison with an angel leading them and the power of God not only set them free but set every other person in that prison free. So you are not all about yourself, you're about a whole lot of others Let's live for that today. And finally, in Genesis chapter 39 and chapter 40, there's a great, uh, I love the narrative of Joseph because you all know the story of Joseph. He gets thrown in a pit by his brothers. Next thing he's in Potiphar's house. Next thing he's in prison and, and he had a rugged life. But he was restricted in that prison. He was under false accusation. He was victimized. He, uh, he was in a serious lockdown situation. And all from the perspective of innocence and injustice. And man, sometimes you can feel hard done by. But what was his response? His response was, put your trust in God and pray. And I love it because the Bible says that while Joseph was in that prison, he had favor on his life. Why? I believe because he had the anointing of the Holy Spirit on him and he prayed and he cared for others. He was hospitable to others. The Bible says that he cared for the guys like the baker and the... Uh, the wine, the, the, the man who served the wine, and he used his gifts and he believed for a while. And what I love about it, in the middle of lockdown, he was prophetic and he prophesied over them. He prophesied into the king's life and he brought hope. And we should be bringers of hope. We should be carriers of hope. And I believe I'm going to put out there a call, of ho call to hope today. Let's transform a nation with the call to hope. And let's do something great in God right now. God is good and His mercy endures forever. You never know when you're going to be ready for it, friend. But let's live prepared and let's live in the victory. You are a servant of the Most High God. And I want to tell you right now, let's, let's believe right now God has sustained you and called you for such a time as this. 
And I really want to encourage you with that message today. And I really want to, there's lots there you can study on. You can read those stories about those guys. But let me pray for you right now as we come to a close. Because Father, I want to thank you right now that we have the ability to pray. We have the ability to love each other. We have the incredible opportunity to be so hospitable. And Father, I thank you right now that we have the amazing, amazing opportunity, God, to step outside our own comfort zone and use the gifts of the Spirit. So right now I prophesy over you, every person in our service today, I prophesy over you that the peace of God that passes all understanding would invade your spirit, that you would sense right now a supernatural infusion of the Holy Spirit. I pray now that the Holy Spirit would refill you, that He would breathe into you. That's why we're called Inspire, the breath of God that would breathe into you today, giving you life and hope, even in the middle of the valley, an energy that can cause you to live beyond that. I know some of you are facing very sad people who can't get to visit their loved ones who are sick and dying, and it's incredibly sad. And today I pray for you. I pray for those that have lost loved ones in this in this painful season and I pray God's victory in your life right now and I pray for hope and comfort to surround you today in Jesus mighty name and I declare right now Lord anyone who's on here who's suffering with sickness or disease I declare healing over your body right now in the name of Jesus and friend before I go today maybe you've joined us in this service and you've never connected with this love of God maybe you've never had the opportunity to be baptized in the Holy Spirit well right now friend you can receive receive that right here on this platform and I want you right now if that's you just put your hand on your heart right now and pray with me and say Jesus I believe in you simple as that Jesus I believe in you and right now I invite you into my heart I want my heart I want to feel the love of God I want to be the love of God and father I pray right now for that person even as you pray that right now that God would speak and in fact ask God right now speak into my life speak into my spirit and show me your love and he will do just that. Right now you can click and you can say yes right on the bottom of your screen right there actually. I love you. God loves you. Have an amazing rest of Sunday and enjoy yourselves. We love you. God bless you. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We pray that you would activate something in your life and shift your life towards Jesus. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more, just click follow. We love you. Have a blessed week.